standing for a cold, reluctant spouse. Standing for a cold, reluctant spouse can be the most depressing, challenging, and tiring thing that a motivated stander can do. Because of this, I would like to take some time to provide some insight into how to do so without completely losing yourself. Here are a few things that you can do to make sure that you don't lose yourself while standing for a cold, reluctant spouse. Remember that this stand is not just about getting your spouse back. Although this is a huge motivation, it has to be more about becoming the best version of yourself. Remember that this stand is a strategic stand that doesn't just have a beginning and an ending. There will be stages to reconciliation that you have to go through. Some that will feel like you are victorious and some that will feel like you're losing the battle. Expect the ups and downs to come. Don't reject the dark moments. Actually lean into them so that you can get the key that is hidden in that phase. You will actually learn more about yourself in the dark moments than you will when the process seems easy and productive. Also, strengthen your circle. Keep negative people out, period. Protect your mind from people who intend to do well but are misinformed. Be very careful what you watch and what you listen to. The danger is to follow your instincts, which are usually fueled by what you see. The battle for your marriage is spiritual. It is actually more spiritual than natural. Consider the fact that through marriage, we are able to do the one thing that Satan can't do. We are able to literally create something out of nothing. The one thing that makes us more like God than he could ever be. Remember that Satan truly comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Your husband is merely a temporary casualty of spiritual tensions that have literally been brewing for thousands of years. Resist the urge to create expectations for your spouse. I know that hearing this can be difficult for some, but trust me, you will be far better off in the long run if you remain wise about how you protect your emotions. Expect for your emotions to fluctuate, meaning don't just go with how you feel. Question everything. Like, seriously, question the emotions that you experience so that you can be as self-aware as possible. The more self-aware you are, the better you will be at managing your emotions. Remember that your spouse is acting out of their feelings just like you are, if you're being honest, of course. They've just chosen a different approach to expressing their feelings than you have, even though both of you may be trying to express the exact same feeling. Remember that your cold husband will most likely have no idea of how to be a husband because he didn't receive the appropriate script as a little boy. He didn't have an example, so how can he be that? Just like you wouldn't expect a baby to pick up walking in one day, understand that if your husband has low emotional intelligence, he will make more mistakes than successes as he tries to figure out what's going on in his world. Stay anchored. Consistency and emotional balance are paramount to your success during this season of your marriage. Sometimes it is okay to take an emotional mental rest day. Go watch a good comedy, spend some time in the sun, go to the gym, eat some chocolate covered ice cream, you know, take a chill pill. <laughs> Don't pray if your prayers are motivated by anxiety or fear or worry. In the end, it only adds more stress to the situation. Remember, that God is using you to reflect his nature. So make sure to represent. Here is a word of advice. 
If you notice that the more you war, the more anxious you get, you may be warring the wrong way. Often, warring is less about fighting and interceding and more about you resting in his presence. Often when we interfere with certain spiritual battles that we aren't supposed to fight, we become the very casualties of war that we're supposed to be fighting against. Get very comfortable praying for your co-reluctant spouse. Because you may not have as much access, you will have to do most of your damage to their defenses while on your knees. Don't neglect this position due to weariness. Get really good at planting seeds. Even though your cold, reluctant spouse may not have the same cycle of pushing and pulling that a lost, reluctant spouse has, they still will have moments when they're more emotionally vulnerable than others. Pay close attention to this. Create opportunities for interactions. If they have already moved out, you will have to be proactive by creating opportunities for interactions. Use text messages, emails, phone calls if they're answering, and written letters to communicate with them. Make sure to listen closely to God when doing this, as you will have to be very specific in what you say, given your limited access to them. Even if. You have to be willing to stand for your co-reluctant spouse, even if they never come back to the marriage. This is the type of tenacity that you will have to demonstrate for co-reluctant spouses. Not everybody is built for this level of commitment, but anyone can grow to be. You have to make a choice and stick to it. If this is you, you will have to lean heavily on God for your strength, support, and encouragement. Not everyone will understand this. As a matter of fact, most people, including your family and friends, will shun you or attempt to talk you out of your stand. You may need to disconnect yourself from individuals who fit into this category for a while. Only surround yourself with those who can be a positive and healthy support. Now, let's move on to the bonus chapter. 